For this episode of the Care to Connect podcast, I am so glad to have Anjali Bawa. This is the first time I am talking with someone whom I know from my school days as Anjali is a junior of mine. It makes me so happy to see her on an incredible entrepreneurial journey with her organization Voila Experts, which is a networking platform connecting startups, small medium businesses with vetted consultants across all business categories for advice and service projects. What I find very interesting and inspiring about Anjali is that this isn't her first endeavor. She also started her own clothing line Heer Firangi some years back and she was so self-sufficient that not only she designed the clothes herself but also learned photography and did all the photo shoots for marketing as well. She is someone who I feel is very comfortable around different kinds of people and has an exceptional ability to connect and influence she has been recognized by indian achievers club for 30 under 30 and is also a digital women 2021 awardee by google and she the people you can follow anjali on instagram and linkedin all links are in the podcast details this is care to connect with anjali bawa Hi Anjali what's up how are you doing I'm doing well Ayushman how are you I'm doing absolutely fine thank you so much for uh, taking out the time to do this actually so kind of you Not at all I don't think I would have been able to say no to you <laughs> I love your content and we'll go way back from yeah, our school that, that so I think I always wanted to I was waiting when will you call me I <laughs> I think this is the first time I'm collaborating on something with somebody who was in my own school in ryan so this is also a point you know where we can also like you know rejig the memories and all that so it's a really uh, good thing for me and it's also you know the thing is it's pretty good for me to think that people in my school the people i've been with are doing so good in life and that's like some kind of a thing you know like when you think about people you have seen grow up and then they become something in life and then you're like damn man they made it i mean you know they made it somewhere at least they are doing something right so let's get into it right yes. um sure. so i was seeing your interview with cxo talks in cxo talks right and you have your company named you know voila experts and and you called your company a marketplace for experts yes. like now as i see it you have built a company where the underlying essence is firstly connection and then collaboration first mm-hmm. of all the businesses connect with the experts that they require which you provide and then they collaborate linking towards achieving a particular goal i wanted to understand here your idea of what exactly builds a good connection and how do we connect in a positive way so that we are on the same page to collaborate and achieve something i think it's a very good question you know what happens is that we go on to tell people that uh, you should network you should go and talk to people but nobody tells you why you network so that you can go ahead and build a connection and also building a connection is not a one time process that you met someone and you match your ideas and it's a good connection no it's an ongoing process it's a it's a relationship that you need to nurture this is done frequently how do you go about it you touch base you connect with them again you come with an intention to learn about the problem align with your vision right and that is only when you can go on to say that that you connected on a positive way right you know that startup ecosystem people network a lot and it is also very important because 
everyone over here is trying to achieve their product market fit, uh, sharing new ideas. So you need to connect with people, but not necessarily you meet someone uh, in a setup, in a networking meetup or a workshop, and it is going to be a great connect. No, most of the businesses and uh, founders, you know, connect a lot. They, uh, so what happens, I think the underlying thing behind this is that most of the businesses have similar problems. There are going to be similar pain points. So right. it is it makes it easier to empathize with that. It makes it easier to understand that. And right. when you do that, that is when you come on the same page. That is when you come on the same page and collaborate to achieve a milestone. Right. And it also starts with the intention of giving first. When you go ahead and go connect with someone, meet someone, when you come with an intention to give first, that is when it is taken more in a positive limelight. And that is when you can actually collaborate with someone. Right. Um, you said in the interview, in the same interview, right? And that when somebody talks about doing a business for the first time in their families, they are a bit skeptical about it, right? And they yeah. don't want you to do that, but they just, you know, have that mixed reaction because business in its very nature is quite risky, right? Both in terms of your time spent and also the money invested. Um, as you have already built a business with Voila Experts, but that's not your first thing, right? You also did Heer Firangi, which I saw on Instagram. I was so impressed with like, like the thing which you were doing. And I wanted to understand, like, as you have already launched two businesses, right, on your own, how does one start talking about an entrepreneurial journey with their parents or loved ones, right? And how do they convince them if they face a certain sort of backlash to it? How does that conversation go like? I think I've been very lucky in that aspect because right. my family was very supportive in my entrepreneurial journey. This also comes from the fact that I do come from a business family. So it is right. easier to have that conversation. Point. It is easier to explain what you are going to do. Right. Having said that, I do understand the challenges of business. And even if there is a backlash that is coming to you, when people are asking you why you are going to build a business, why do you want to take this path? Right. I think more than anything else, it's more about you. Yeah. You need to first truly believe that you want to take this. Yeah. Because building a business, entrepreneurship is very hard. Yeah. And it is not hard just in the beginning. It is continuously, persistently hard. As you grow, the challenges become bigger. So that backlash is probably coming a lot out of concern. Yeah. So you need to just go on to prove that you can actually do it. But to do that, before anyone's opinion comes on board, you need to crazily believe in yourself. You need to trust your instincts. Right. That why you're doing it. Your yeah. why needs to be very important. That why you're building a business. Why you get taking this path. Because you're not, this journey, you are not only going to face rejection from your loved ones, but you're going to continuously face rejection from your clients. Some yeah. people who are not going to understand your product. From your stakeholders from your investors, there's so many people that you have to deal with. So it all comes down to that, that when you strongly bring that strength within yourself, that I believe in it, I really want to do this and I can go on to make an impact. When that strength comes from yourself, people right. will come along. People I, will believe you. And right. your family will come back to you and they will be okay with this. That is how you can deal with it. I wanted to understand because you spoke about rejection, which is something 
very interesting to me because both in terms of being an employee for a company in that journey like or being an entrepreneur or beat anything rejection is something part and parcel of everybody's life right how do you deal with rejection then i think more than saying that how do i deal with rejection first of all rejection is not nice right yeah, any kind not, of rejection yeah. it's not at all nice like even like a small thing that um i asked for an ice cream and they said no like i'm not interested like oh my god <laughs> i'm rejected here like the small small things you just don't feel good because things were not happening the way you wanted to be so you don't learn how to deal with rejection in one go yeah. i think you just get better at it the more rejections you go through you just get better at it dealing because you just know uh you understand yourself better right, right. and you know that it's all right someone rejected me that doesn't mean there are not more options i think you just insanely become more confident right you just go ahead and you start becoming more confident that also comes with a lot of self belief true so as i said this is an entire process this is an entire journey so you don't learn how to deal with rejection in a day to or a month for that matter yeah. it's just that different types of rejections over the period of time just seems better or you just start getting better at it right. having said that you also tend to lose hope i am telling you you stay strong but rejection actually makes you lose hope right yeah. so isn't that very contradictory that you know how to how to go about that but i think uh you need to i think there's no like one cut out way to say that but take small steps you mm. know also learn how to um, not put everything on yourself stop blaming yourself right. that rejection not probably is because you did something wrong right what happens is that sometimes we put all the blame on ourselves and we feel like it will be my fault yeah and then that becomes like a vicious circle and yeah. that spiral loop that tends you to lose hope yeah and it is very hard to you know stand from there yeah so that it so you need to overcome that so for that you need to be like there jara it's okay okay i am going to go and eat my ice cream you right. know right it's Some... a very basic example but sometimes when your client says no to your project you're yeah. like it's all right it didn't align i look for another prospect i look for probably a better prospect i'll try to understand what happened wrong reflect at that time yeah. so don't take it so hard that oh my god it's rejection don't take it like very hard be okay take a pause i think that helps better yeah, take small exactly, yeah. pause is something i'm interested in yeah true it's like when i see you talking about rejection i can remember this quote which is now all over linkedin wherever you see many hr people many people who are getting rejected from uh, like you know like from interviews they are saying you know a rejection is redirection that is something which is now floating across the space so i really get what you uh, said that about rejection that we have to take it like you know first of all also not take ourselves that seriously all the time just chill out sometimes and just take the step yeah. like the next like the next step we had a lovely chat before this podcast because when we were discussing the agenda of this how to do this and from there i took up some key points which you said which was very interesting to me right so i think you said that last year for you was a very tough period for you as an entrepreneur at voila experts right where some people who you started the company with maybe your partners or the people who worked with you uh who were there with you from the initial stages you uh, like they left like you know suddenly and you ended up being like you know like you know alone in this journey for some time after that right and you had to handle different sections of the business on one hand you like you know, when this happens on one hand you feel a certain 
way we feel a certain way as uh like as you want those people to still be with you but on the other hand we also have to sometimes understand others perspectives and let them go because you know at the end of the day that's what human beings we have to understand each other everybody's situation is not the same right how do you deal with these uncertainties how like you know do you empathize more and understand or do you just accept the situation and just move on how are those conversations like with those people how do you deal with this first of all you need to understand that when you're building a business or you're working somewhere or in life in general people will come and go yeah. life moves on point in this journey you will lose some and meet new people as well mm. having said that that doesn't mean that it will not affect you it will hit you hard when people leave and it doesn't happen once by the way it happens over and over again right it gives you a sense of a loss you lack that mental support you were building something together so there is sort of a big downhill that you feel but i'll tell you one thing that i learned in this year especially last year i learned this and i think I, it's just a concept but it's the process of learning the art of detachment Mm, yeah. It might sound mean to someone that when I say this, that you are building your business, it's your baby, it's your product, it's your whole world. You completely believe in it. You give yeah. maximum part of your time to this work. How do you detach from it? Yeah. But trust me, you need to ch- change this mindset. You really need to. Mm. Your work is not everything about you. Mm. What happens at work should not translate into different parts of your life because if it is a maximum part of your life it leads to so much downward in your personal relationships and your family i think my health deteriorated when that happened so you need to learn this you need to start detaching that you need to start saying that my work is different my personal life is different and life will move on people will come people will fill that places it is possible and the work will happen doesn't yeah. matter you will have to move on from that as i said it's a process an art of detachment has definitely helped me to deal this better i i'm not a master of it i yeah. think i'm still at like tip of the concept <laughs> yeah. but yeah. i think uh this this is something that as a founder you should definitely learn or in general everyone should i believe that human beings are social creatures right right at the end yeah. of the day, we cannot survive in isolation ऐसे बचपन में हम लोग सोचते थे ना कि एक दिन सब छोड़ पाड़ के चले जाएंगे वील स्टे इन द हिल्स वन डे आइसोलेटेड वी ऑल हैव दिस थॉट वंस इन आवर लाइव्स बट देन वी अंडरस्टैंड कि यार वी कांट लिव विदाउट पीपल अराउंड अस सिमिलरली इन इन एनी बिजनेस और इन एनी वेंचर यू हैव योर प्रोसेसेस इन प्लेस यू हैव योर स्ट्रेटजीज इन प्लेस बट टू एग्जीक्यूट देम यू नीड पीपल राइट एंड ऑफ कोर्स टू एग्जीक्यूट देम इन द बेस्ट पॉसिबल वे आई फील दैट वन ऑफ द बिगेस्ट like you know elements in human relationship is trust now i want to bring this like you know element of trust into the same thing which i asked you last time like here that uh, when those people left out of your company right now when these things happen especially with people who are there with you from those stages right it does kind of hit at our trust ki yaar what is happening these people were there i thought they would be with me for the long run what is happening it kind of it might not break the trust but it certainly like you know pinches that element in our hearts right but then after these people left we spoke about the fact that you built your team again right and you built mm-hmm. people who are working with you now in wala expert 
and who are not effectively taking care of the day-to-day -day operations as well. So as you saw team members leaving the company suddenly, how does this affect your process of recruiting the next batch of people? What, like, how does, like, you know, your trust work with recruiting new people? What do you say to them? How does that conversation work with them that you ensure that, you know what, I know things can be, like, you know, I know people move on, but still I need to trust these people to get the thing done right now for some time at least. How does that work for you? I think in general, when you're hiring, when you're building a team, yeah. uh, you need to really like get right people on board who's yeah. going to work with them. You need to build a culture with them. You, your goals need to be aligned. So how yeah. do you go about it? Just because few people left, few people came, that doesn't mean that... Uh, I don't, I don't necessarily like to put a trust in this factor, okay. but I actually like to do two things here. One, when I'm hiring someone, do they have a positive intention to make an impact? Are they visionary? Mm. Especially right now, because my team and my business is very new. It is at very nascent stages. So I need more visionary people on board. Whether I'm hiring for my team, whether I'm connecting with people to bring them in my community, different stakeholders, I do see that that they have vision to make an impact that is important to me second i look for commitment mm. these commitments cannot be asked in few questions that i say that do you like to work with me you'll probably say yes mm. because there are two reasons for that one you don't want to hurt me and mm. second i'm probably transferring your salary by the end of the month yeah, so I think the second one works me, better. <laughs> you give me your answer for commitment that I am committed to you. No, that's yeah. not going to happen. Yep. So you observe these things. Especially for commitment, I observe. There are few things that I observe. Do you show up? Do you show up at different things? Do you look beyond your area of task? Do you look mm. beyond your area of work? Do you mm. talk to people? Do you talk about the work that you do? Do mm. you talk about your company? Do you probably talk it with pride? Mm. These are few things and observations help you understand whether it is the right fit, mm. whether it is the people that you want to work with and continue to work with. As I said, that doesn't mean that they will continue to retain for a longer period of time yeah. or they will not leave me ever. That will happen. But these few things help you make the right judgment. I think a lot of insights has been shared from like you know from this uh, conversation i just want to end on something which i asked i recently started asking at the end of all the conversations right because every people i have interviewed here and many people who i see i uh, like i love people who are driven by something and it does not matter if the drive is in an entrepreneurial format or in the office as an employee i don't believe in that distinction ki sirf entrepreneurs ka drive hai employees ka drive nahi hota hai they Not both at all. In fact, workers should be more entrepreneurial in nature when they are doing their exactly. work. They exactly. take that ownership. Yeah, exactly. Right. Now, as I see that you are also very driven in certain sense of the way and you want to create something which has not been done before. That's why you're opening your own like company. You're trying to do something new. What do you want to be remembered as? You know, I find this question very funny because I have this discussion a lot. Yeah, And I always say this, that, you know, I don't want to be remembered once I'm gone. Please okay. remember me now. Okay. Like, don't, like, right. once I'm gone, I don't care. I'm not okay. there to look at right. you. <laughs> don't give me awards when I die. Please, <laughs> give me when I'm alive. <laughs> no posthumous. So for me, there is no, I don't want to be remembered in history. I want to be really remembered in present when I can enjoy that. Right. You know, 
So, but what I used to, I want to be known for, I think I want to be known for, for someone when they needed me, I was there. Mm. I like to help. I like to, that is, I think the pure joy of building connections. Mm. Whoever now, even today, like you connect with me and you let me know that Anjali, I want X person doing this. It will take me hardly a few minutes and I'll map it in my network. I'm like, oh, this will be a perfect fit for you. Right. I genuinely like helping people. I feel like if I can be that person who can help you connect with someone that can get your work done, what is better than that? So right. I genuinely like that. I like to make an impact and not in certain way that, oh, I found a major problem. I'm not building in health segment, right? I'm yeah. actually building an ecosystem where businesses can get the right set of expertise at the right time. They can get access to the right mentors when right. they need help. Right. That was also my challenges when I started out. I, there still are my challenges as well. Right. It will go on to have that. So what I want to be remembered as someone that, you know, someone very strong, driven, wanted to make an impact, a very happy person, someone I wanted to connect with. If I wanted to talk to her, she was there. You know, so I want to be the person that was there for you. That is what I think I want to be remembered by. Simply. Thank you so much, Anjali, for giving me your time for this. And I wish you all the best for the future. Thank you. Thank you so much. You can follow the Care to Connect podcast on Instagram. You can also follow me, Ayushman Basu, the host on Instagram and LinkedIn. All the social media links are in the podcast description.